People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl, your relationship coach and the host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And tonight, we're going to be talking about sexy. Second time around. Do we do it better the second time around because we're smarter and wiser because we've had all the experience and bring it forward? Or for some people, do you bring the things you shouldn't be bringing into your relationship and how to go about changing some of that? I always share with you some labors of love during the show, so stick around for that. And those labors of love are little techniques of how you can start manifesting change in relationship to today's conversation and the topic and uh, see if you might resonate with what I might be offering you as well at the end of the show. You know I always share some real intimate pillow talk with you where it's just words of witticism that you might resonate with throughout the week and think about and see if it really triggers anything you know i like to provoke thought in the meantime what i want to do right now is invite you to settle in get really comfortable because that's what this show is all about getting comfortable getting comfortable with yourself with me and with this conversation so we can get comfortable with each other and later on in the show, you're going to meet Diane, and uh, sorry, Renee Piazzi, Renee Piani, and she is going to be sharing her pearls of wisdom from the last 29 years, including some of the things that she's written about in her books. At the beginning of the show, I always like to address, though, one of your questions. And somebody sent this in to me, and I thought it would be very apropos to some of the conversations we've been having up to date. It reads like this. I have been married for seven years, and every time I try to have a meaningful discussion about things that bother me when we are in the heat of an argument, the conversation becomes non-productive and deteriorates. How can I ever have a good life with a person who can't hear my needs? And it's like constantly fighting over everything. So, you know, words matter, and even the words you've written to me matter, and you mentioned the fact that you're having problems communicating and having your, your feelings heard because you're in the middle of these heated conversations and they're not hearing you. But here's the fact. Think about it. When you're in a heated conversation, you can't hear anything else other than what's screaming in your head yourself. So what I'm going to suggest you do is take a moment back, step back out of the conversation. And it might not be just for a moment. It might be for an hour. It might be for a day. It could even be for two weeks. You have to allow your own emotions to be settled so that the emotion of what you're saying is taken out. And just the thought and what you want to express comes out. Because you might be throwing out a whole lot of emotions. And when we do that, sometimes one of the emotion is also an attack on the other person, and then they for sure can't hear you. So think about this. When you're in these heated moments, take a deep breath. Say, what is it I really want to say? And am I capable of saying it now and having a communication right now that will really get through to the other person? And what state are they in? Can they really hear it? And if the answer is they're not in the right state and I'm not, Take a moment away. 
take a day away, take a week away until you're ready to have it as a communication and not an argument. And sometimes it even helps, and I do this with my coaching clients, we sit shoulder to shoulder but facing the other direction. And sometimes that allows you to express even more of yourself from your heart and your head at once because you're not also tied into the reaction that they might be giving you. And sometimes we even misread their reactions. So that deep breath, a couple moments, then go back to it. And I know, I can tell you, not only from my coaching experience, but from life itself, when I'm in an emotional state, I do not deal anymore with the issue at hand. I wait until my emotional state is stable. Find that balance, then go back. All right. So today's show, um, as always, also has to have a quote of the week. And the quote that I want to share with you right now is when we give ourselves permission to be, we become me. And that's a very important part of today's show because when especially you're going into second-time relationships, sometimes we're coming out of one where we're not sure who we were and, and if we had changed and who we want to be right now. So it's really important and it's going to be part of that little intimate conversation that I share with you every week when I share with you choosing me before we. And that's a very positive statement. And I think that the words that I'm going to share with you at the end of the show will resonate. Also, there'll be a labor of love coming up. And you don't want to miss that. That's our technique every week that I share with you so that you can take something from the show and actually use it to manifest change. Now, let's get into the moment we're all waiting for every week is when I go down under, yeah, all the way down under to Dr. Phil and our wise whispers from down under from Australia, Dr. Philip Morkia. Welcome to the show as always, Phil. Hi, Cheryl. Uh, hi, listeners. Uh, happy Valentine's Week to happy everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> the Week of Love. Exactly. And this show today, as we were talking about, or as I was saying before, is it's about Valentine's Day with a new partner and maybe a second partner in your life. And uh, all, all the joy and love and um, some of the additional love, meaning children that come into the, the play, yes. and uh, how we manifest it all together. So let's talk about that. It's interesting, Cheryl. It's like, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to the Valentine's thing day. I mean, there's the commercial side of it, which, you know, it's, you know, people think they have to give gifts or roses. And there are people who love that, people who accept that, and people who love to give. And, however, there, it is an opportunity for us to say, I love you, I appreciate you, I care for you, to, to all of those in our lives, you know, including our, you know, best friend, our pets. Um, <laughs> and mostly also to ourselves too. We have to yeah. remind ourselves that we love ourselves and, and check in with who we are in this. Absolutely. We've got to do it from the inside out because if we don't love ourselves, we, it's, we can't really love anyone else. We can't share that. And it's a great opportunity to start pull down some of the barriers to, right. to start to pull down some of the, the, the walls and to be able to listen and to connect and to commune with those that we love. Because if we don't, then we don't, everything's just like this. We're just, we're just hovering in the surface and we don't allow those roots to, to get in and get to the richness of a relationship. And the richness of a relationship um, 
Well, like our, our, our person who went in for a question um, was, was saying that she gets very frustrated and everything. And, and I would say that we're not quite getting into that depth of richness of the relationship and your technique of shoulder to shoulder opposite ways, brilliant. Because it right. takes our facial expressions out. It takes those innuendos. It takes it like I get. There's no assumptions. You can't assume from somebody's expression what they're saying. You actually tune into the words that are being shared. The words and the feeling of them versus the triggers. I used to be a really. I mean, one of my greatest sins in a relationship. Sometimes, if I wasn't hearing, I'd roll my eyes. Let me tell you, that was like putting gasoline on a bonfire. <laughs> You can be sure I'd be throwing gasoline on you, Phil, if you were rolling your eyes at me. I think most people would. <laughs> Since I was a kid. So that technique works. We take that out. I can sit there and I can listen. Um, it's, it's actually something, you know, Phil, that, that technique is something that I use a lot at my, my retreats. When I'm facilitating different programs uh, throughout the weekend, we do a lot of that no, that verbal, non-visual communication and whether it's blindfold or sitting shoulder to shoulder. I love the sitting shoulder to shoulder and it's something I think actually I, I want to make mention of. Sitting shoulder to shoulder, even with your partner, you know, this Valentine's Day, we t- often think about going out to a restaurant or making a candlelit dinner and we think of sitting face to face with each other. Try this. And this is not your labor of love technique for the week. That's coming up a little bit later. But But just... You know, an add-on, since we're talking about it, try sitting shoulder to shoulder because here's what actually happens. And Phil, you, you can definitely attest to this because we're both yes. energy workers. Yes. When you sit shoulder to shoulder with somebody, the energy actually goes from person to person. You don't yes. have that same thing when you're sitting across the table. But when you sit shoulder to shoulder, and I can tell you that I go out for dinner a lot with my beloved and we choose to sit either at a table, at the corner of a table, so not across from each other, so it's the two corners, the L-shape, or we sit at a countertop, at a bar, because there is an energy that passes between two people that can't be replaced. Yeah. And, when, and Cheryl, and that, that energy, but you think about it, the, the block to the energy is the table and yep. the stuff in the middle of the table. And, and, and we think about the blocks in a relationship. They keep us apart. Right. The blocks don't bring us together until we shift our perspective. And the key with shifting our perspective is we can sit corner to corner, we can sit side to side. And one of the techniques that I use, um, apart from the appreciation technique like you were talking about, and I get each person to say what they appreciate, they love, they care, um, they value about the other person, but I also get the silent technique. And the silent technique is holding hand to hand and looking mm-hmm. into each other's eyes. Not saying a bloody word, but being able to look there. And you know what? It's, it's tough. It's not easy for some people. It's not very easy. difficult to look in the, because the eyes are looking straight through them, right? Oh, get straight into your soul. And, yeah. But if you've done this other technique first and you've shared the positive, the value, the, the everything that you find attractive and amazing and incredible, while the other person's silent... They've got to listen. They've got to learn to listen. And then we bring them around and let them just immerse themselves in each other's soul. So I I hope everybody tries something like this this Valentine's Day because it's not about about what we buy each other. Valentine's Day is about our hearts. 
you know, and, and I think that we put a lot of undue expectations and then with expectations come disappointment if you didn't get, you know, the, the gift you want from your significant other and, and um, try, let, how about this? I have a challenge for everybody. This year, nobody give gifts. Just yes. give the gift of self. And see yes. how that resonates. Like, they like take a bubble bath together. And if you're uh, if you are single and you're listening to this, run a bubble bath for yourself and enjoy that. I know it'll be great. So thanks, Philip. <laughs> I do too. Anyway, thanks, Phil, for joining us. Don't forget, everybody, soulful reflections. You can buy it at Amazon or through Dr. Phil's site. And um, we'll be speaking next week. Happy Valentine's Day, Philip. Happy Valentine's Love to you all. Love, big hearts to everybody. Don't forget to stay tuned to the very end. In between, we've got a lot of great stuff coming at you, including the labor of love that I'm going to share with you this week. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Always sharing different tips and techniques and inspirational quotes with you. And that's where also you can reach out to me. Send me your questions that I might answer on this show. And if you need, 844-744-SOLO is my direct love line. And I'll try and get back to you within 24 hours. Lots of ways for you to reach me because I'm all about spreading the love. Don't forget, stay tuned also for the promo contest offered by the Lifestyle Network here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We are back here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and I have an incredible guest that I had the luxury of meeting and the pleasure of meeting a few years ago when I entered the dating world and the coaching world at iDate, and she was actually winning 
poached date of the year at that point from iDate. And um, what was really interesting, and the reason I chose to have Renee on the show today is because she actually is exactly about the topic we're talking about. She's living that on her second time around, you know, refreshing our life and entering into new relationships as we mature. So I want to get right into this conversation because, you know, the sensational and sexy second act can be better than the first. And I want to discuss it. So welcome to the show, Renee Piani. She is an author of two books, one of them, The Love Designer. And that's really what we're talking about here today designing your love life. So Renee, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Um, It's interesting because uh, this topic is very important because that's the audience that I usually work with, people that are reinventing, people that want to get, but the book is called Get Real About Love. I'm the love designer, I just wanted to say. I'm sorry, sorry, Um, you're right. And and you also have a second book, right? The Love Mechanic. Yeah, Love Mechanics was my first book that I wrote for men about understanding busy women. And so it kind of ties in with our topic because, uh, as you know, we're going to be talking about, about learning about love and how to get back in the game of love. Um, the second time around. Now, I have to say, this is my husband's third time around. I am his third wife. And three's a charm. Uh, three's a charm. <laughs> three's I, a charm. I never was married. So I, um, I felt like I was married, but he was my very first husband. But I had to deal with all the issues that we're talking about today on the second time or third time around, merging the families, how to deal with all the issues. So it's a really important topic because half the world's divorced. So you figure half of you have to get back in the game. You can't stay alone forever, right? So I'm here to give you a lot of tools. I'm so excited to be here. And this show is also about people who are married in their second relationships and you've been in a relationship for a while and maybe you're 10 years into it, 20 years into it, and you're just looking to revamp it up because you know what? The fact is we should always be treating our relationships like it's something new because that's what helps keeps it exciting. So we're going to talk about that. And as always, you can follow us on Facebook because I'm always giving you tips there as well. And in the next segment of the show, I'll be sharing a love technique, you know, one of those labors of love that you can do to start manifesting whatever it is you want in your life today. And today's will be in reference to second acts and making it great and you know the sexy 60s even are are we actually getting there or there yet what do you think Uh, sexy 60s right yeah definitely I think well I work with people of all ages I pioneered the first speed dating company in America rapid dating so I worked with about 500,000 people going through this process of meeting and they were in all different age groups So as you saw, the people that were getting a little older, they're not used to what's happening in technology right now. So the one-on-one connecting seems to be easier for them than swiping and meeting people. So each generation dates differently, and that's a really important key. But for people that are 50 and up, you got to get with the program, learn what's happening. There's so many great ways to meet people, but they're just a little behind in the times of how to get connected Uh, in their communities. I just had a a holiday toy drive, you know, over the holidays um, 
recently. And a lot of people just, they merge to come to community events. So if you're in your 60s and you like to meet people in person, you got to get up, get dressed up and put your best game on and get out there. Get your sexy swagger on. (laughs) Exactly. Favorite things that I've done for 29 years is do image makeovers on people. And a lot of men and women that are older, they they were divorced, they're still wearing clothes that they wore 20 years ago. I know. I, I have the same thing with a lot of my clients. I walk into their homes or I'll do virtual tours and I'm like, no, or the all black. But again, it's it's whether you are already in your relationship and, and the new one or you want to get into a new one. And it's interesting at this time, um, I find in where we are in the world right now, that when so many younger people are actually choosing to not get married um, and, and, and stepping outside the marriage. And statistically, it's rising. And we know even in statistically in you know, the 40-year-old age group, there are more and more people not getting married and more and more women who haven't had babies. It's interesting, though, that so many people that are in their 60s and their 70s are then choosing to remarry and do it again. So why do you think that is? Well, uh, you know, first of all, the whole world is in a little bit of a turmoil anyway. Um, And I find that, uh, you know, it's interesting because Italy, the women in Italy are banning marriage because of the infidelity rate and the cheating. Um, Greeks, a lot of people financially, when finances go down, a lot of times people get afraid. Now, even in China, I spoke with um, some of the heads of China about coming there to actually help their younger kids get married because what happens is there's so many people in such a condensed area that in Japan and in China um, that they live with the millennials and you know are living still living with their moms and dads. That's right. They're like, why the hell should I get married? You know, I can date. I don't have to pay bills. I don't have to deal with all the kids. So it's actually causing the birth rate to go down in countries, which is going to cause a problem in the future. But the, the point is people want love, but the younger generation is following their parents. Like if you look at this picture behind me, this is the love lineage tree. And I'm writing my, my next book is all about the stories that I've heard of the different cultures um, and the different age groups and how they date and how they're not connecting, right? And it's interesting that you bring up China because Asia is typically very much um, a marriage society and following tradition. And they are, as you said, really moving away from that. And, and the their children are saying, well, I'm not so sure. And usually they are so traditional and so honorable to what their parents want. So to see them pulling away from it is quite something too. Yeah. Well, the whole world, and once, um, like back when I started rapid dating in 2000, I was the first, right? Nobody even was doing online. It was like match had just started and people, but people need what I believe, you know, and I'm a community connector here in Los Angeles. I have events when people come, they match easier than the swiping. The frustration of, of people is that they they don't seem, you know, they're swiping through so many people, they feel like they're just a number in, or online, you know, match.com, all the companies that we guide and work with their clients, right? We're here to help them not to, you have to try multiple ways. Right. But the best way, 
for people any age, really. And the younger people do not know how to flirt because that's all they do. They're on their phones. It's like this. And when I'm on the street, I see everybody's on their phones. Nobody is flirting. Nobody's looking at anybody. Then you got the combo of the Me Too movement. The men are scared to death to even say hello so it's up to people to open up you have it's an energetic thing i don't care how old you are how young you are it's about looking at people and literally building rapport well the first the first part about attraction is to make eye contact and you can't be making eye contact if you're looking at your phone and it's interesting that you talk about connections because whether it's um whether it's within the relationship world or in society in general, the way we're connecting. I mean, in the last few weeks, if you think about all the things that are happening out there, people are so disconnected that even when it comes to, for instance, I, I just watched, watched a movie actually, uh, Instant Family, and it's about how they're choosing children. And they said that they make these events where you can go and you just start talking to kids because it's about the connection. And that's what we're not doing. And as, as you said, especially the younger generation, and I can see it because I have children who are in their late 20s, mm-hmm. and I see the difference between them and my youngest son, who is 18, who I think they date from their individual homes. They're not even necessarily in they the same place, out. but they, have this, they don't even connect. They don't even meet up to go to the park. They're, they're having their relationship via Snapchat. And that's right. what it is. Right. And then you they go don't in. Know how an intimacy like I have not. I have nine nieces and nephews, and my son, my husband has twelve. So we become, you know, here that I'm in the love business, right? They always call Aunt Renee. What does this mean about this? What does it mean about that? And I meant now I'm mentoring uh, high school going into college kids, and when I ask them like three questions, who taught you about love? No one. They are getting all their information over Twitter, Instagram. Their parents don't even know how to find out what they're doing because they have no idea even how to do it. Right. So there's a huge, big gap of a disconnect like this. And so the parents don't know how to advise them. The kids are looking up porn. They're being influenced by the influencers that sometimes aren't healthy. Um, who don't necessarily know what they're talking about, even when it comes to finances. I mean, you can sit down with it with kids and they're talking about finances and, and what, what will work in the stock market. I, and then you'll ask them, well, are you invested in the stock market? No, I don't have the money. So it's really easy if you're not personally invested in anything to actually yeah. know what works or what doesn't work for you. How can you know unless you're actually part of that? Yeah, it's true. But teaching, even networking, like when I go to events and I I speak at conferences and when I go, I find that the people like they, they, it's just like high school, right? You're in clusters, you see your friends and then, you know, you have 15 minutes to network at a social thing, but people often stay together because of the, you know, the fear of actually talking to a stranger, but your lover, your husband, your future person, and even the person in your life, I'm, I'm actually speaking all over about the art of balancing life, love, family, and business. And I've been married now 16 years. My husband and I have to stay in sync, right? hundred percent. How? It's not easy when there's, he's got this, I got this, you know, he's in meetings, I'm in meetings. So we have to carve out that sacredness. But whether you're married 
you're single or you're maybe hoping to marry somebody, look at your own life. Like your eval- This is what I help people do, to evaluate, are they really making love a priority or is your career your own focus right now? And then that's, then that's going to be your priority and then other things suffer. And that's what it's all about as well. And I love what you're saying because one of my models is love your life, yeah. your life, And your love life will happen. So love your life and your love life will happen. And that means that it has to encompass all the things that you love about life, including the person. Coming up, we're going to reveal the labor of love, the technique you can use this week to manifest your desires. And we're going to keep talking with Renee Piani, the author of Get Real About Love, right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And today we are talking with Renee Piani. She is the love designer and the author of Get Real About Love and a few other books. Some are in the works, some are out there already. And we're talking about the beautiful, beautiful aspect of second act marriages or getting into relationships, whatever age you're at, and just relishing the idea of being with somebody again and how we can manifest that and also how we blend families together. So let's get right into that, Renee. So let's keep this conversation going. And I want to ask you this. I deal with a lot of my clients and, you know, they talk about, well, I've met somebody nice. He's got, you know, he's a really great guy. Um, We have so much fun together. It works. Our families work together. Are they settling Or do you think most people when they go second time around or waiting for the gold, you know, that golden opportunity? 
Well, I think that the clarity that we're, you know, as coaches, we help people get clarity about what their top values are that they need to have to be happy, right? Right. Now, family is one of your key factors, which for me was a huge one because I'm Italian and I like family, but not everybody could deal with my Italian family, right? So when a woman, like she's talking about loving the family, that's great. But what about their lifestyle together? What right. about the day-to-day life, the kids, the merging, you know, and the energy between them, the, the mission that they're on together? Because as we get in our, you know, older years, because I'm in my 50s now, and my husband and I are starting to like say, wow, we, my par- our parents, we just lost our parents. So we're saying, wow, what are we doing to, to like get that spice, right? But when people want to go for the gold, they have to know what gold what their heart is really yearning for at this part of their life. So a lot of, like I have girlfriends that have been married and they're out there. There's one in particular, she's had it all, she's been rich, but she's waiting for the gold. But sometimes people get a little picky. They're like really super picky, right? Right. They say, well, he's just a little too short. And I'm like, you're 63. Hello? You're yeah. beautiful. You're attracting a guy with a beautiful home. He travels, he's free. So it depends on if you're still working. Or if you're looking, you know, if you're financially, you know, stable. Well, that's where I always talk about lifestyle. I I talk about lifestyles, values, and goals. And that's the first thing that I have people do is establish their lifestyles, values, and their goals. And that's got to mesh with the other person. So everybody remember, it's the LVG. That's not your labor of love. That's coming up soon (laughs) right Uh here on Philodog with Cheryl. So you're right. And and what is gold? And and it's interesting because I do see a lot, and, and like you interviewing thousands of people and, and meeting people on the streets. Everybody wants to talk to, to you about love, right? I mean, they Everywhere know it. Everywhere we go, no matter and, where, and, the and, bathroom. And, I, they, people come up to me, I follow you on Facebook and what yeah. do, you know, and like, how are you? Let me talk about my love life. It's like, of course, that's what we're here for, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and that's, I don't know about you, but that's why I got into it. I love people sharing their stories because the fact is it's also how we communicate and how we learn from each other. And we can always like pick things up from each other by, by discussing our love lives, you know, but I wanted, I wanted to say this is that when it comes down to it, it's not about settling and you're right. And it's about what is the goal to you and what is realistic and what's the difference? You know, this show is intimate conversations about life, love and lust. And knowing the difference between lusting after a relationship and loving a relationship. And and I think people go for, oh, I I, I need that, you know, that instant, I need to melt every time I see the person. And the fact is that's lovely, but it's not reality and it's not not realistic, right? So that's it. And people think, well, if I don't feel that, then I'm settling for the good guy who we travel well together and our families work together and, and I feel supported. And, and that is what people have to define. Well, I I get that a lot. A lot of women say I have to have that spark. And I said, well, when you have that magical, and I have it with my husband, it's been 16 years, but when I met him, I mean, I just want to get back to the topic about people that are older that have been married before, like they have fear. Okay. So what I find is they have a wall because of the marriage not working, instead of focusing on what they want to create, they still have the monster in their closet saying, well, the sex wasn't really that good. 
you know, we had financial problems. They didn't really, they have to learn from their past so that they can design a new future with their new goals. So if they have that sparkle in their lives, people always say, well, I want a man that's sexy. I want a man or a woman that's this or that. I say, well, are you what you're asking for? Just like Mm -hmm. mirror imaging. You have to become that, that joyful person and women, the men need our guidance. They need our, they need our signals. You know, if you are out there, women say to me, I don't know how my neighbor who isn't even half as attractive as me met this amazing man and they're traveling and they love it. And I said, well, she probably went over to him and said, you are handsome or gosh, I just had to meet you tonight because I'm leaving and I thought you were handsome. That's all it takes. A man is like, wow, I got a green light signal. They're scared, you know? So people in general need to open up their mouths. If you see somebody that's interesting in the moment, who gives a crap whether they're married? Tell them. Say something. <laughs> when I met my husband, he lived 3,000 miles away. He was in the middle of a divorce and he had a step, I, he had a 16-year-old son. Three things that would have counted him out as a possibility, right? And I said, wow, I see the magic in this guy. He had passion. He was handsome. He was a family guy and he knew my family so, from my hometown. So anything is possible if you have an open mind and you say God can make anything happen. Miracles can happen. So there's two points that I want to make. Number one is what you said about going out there and conversing with people. And the, and the fact is you don't have to wait. And this is great practice is taking rooms by storm. Like what you were saying with yeah, about before about people are losing the way in which they flirt. You know, it's great to even have flirty conversations with your girlfriends. Like we practice, guys, you practice what it is that you want to put out there so you can really feel confident when you go do it. So everywhere you go should be a room full of people that you want to get to know and mingle and go around and introduce yourself. And the second, I need to say something right here before I forget. Okay. Men often, this is what women are kind of a little bit more open, but men, they walk in. They scan the room, they pick, they pick a target, and they start to focus on a certain type of woman that they're interested in, and they miss out. A lot of people flirt with, like, a, they have a target for a room. They yeah. do a room, you know, like a glaze, and they go, oh, I'm going to meet that person. And they waste their whole night trying to obsess about meeting that person instead of being fun with everybody around. I call it my flirting with life technique. Being mm-hmm. kind to everyone, being open, because... The people that you're attracted to often are attracted to you, but everybody's watching everybody wondering, should I say something? Are they single? Are they gay? So it's like take risks, talk to people and be open. And then it changes the dynamic of the energy of the room. And then people want to see who you are. And it doesn't matter if you don't like a person that you're taught or you're not interested in dating someone. But the fact that you're being sweet and kind to everyone means that you are open. You're an open and person. and you're the kind of person that somebody wants to talk to. That's right. That's the the bottom line. That's is like you, you also like, want to you want to be somebody that people see you as well. And by the way, when you talk about standing at the opening of a door and scanning the room, I actually love that, and I I encourage my my clients and the people who come to my retreats to learn to do that because yeah. it's not only about scanning the room; it's about taking the framework that's around you and all of a sudden you become the picture that everybody notices. So it's also about, Hey, I'm here. I'm ready to talk to you. I've got a smile on my face and I'm ready to start saying hi. And then 
start moving around that room, but say hi to everybody along the way, whether you know them or not. Say well, that's how hello. We that's that's what you got to do. So I want to, you know, and you also touched on something else, and it's about telling somebody. You mentioned about telling a person, you know, you're very attractive or whatever. And this is the labor of love that I wanted to share with uh, you at home tonight. And the labor of love is called the love letters. Now, here's what you're going to do. You're going to write a love letter to your partner, whether you're married or whether you've started dating. And here's what the love letter is. You're going to write a love letter, but you're going to write the letter that you wish that person wrote to you. Now, I I did a little example here of what that could sound like. So if I were writing a letter to my partner that I'm hoping to get, so this is a letter that I'm hoping to get from my partner, it would say something like, Dearest Cheryl, I love the way you look when you sleep and how you wake up in the morning with a smile. I love bringing you coffee and seeing how appreciative you are just from that little simple act. I love how you smile at the littlest things. I love how, now this is an important one. I love how inquisitive you are and always looking to find something special in everything around you. I love how you smile when I tickle the back of your neck when I help you on with your coat or how you touch my hand when I open the door and you rest it on the window. Mm. Now, here's the thing about this. You're going to write this letter that they wrote to you, that they wrote to you that you wish you got, but you're going to give it to that other person. Absolutely. You're going to let them read that letter, and then you're going to read it together. And here's what that letter does is it also tells you how you want to be loved. Absolutely. It's showing you how you want them to appreciate the things that are important to you. And you get the point across that, for instance, I love when my partner gently caresses my neck when he puts on my coat and moves my hair it tells him keep doing it you know so this love letter is showing you how to communicate to each other so that's your labor of love for this week it's about really showing each other what you really want to be appreciated for so what do you think of that little labor of love well, <laughs> I, I think that's fantastic because, you know, as I speak about balancing love and business and how, you know, keeping the spice in a marriage, that's going to be one of my new books that get real about how to have a sacred and spicy marriage. It's about the sacredness of communication um, and knowing that, th- like you said, knowing what you need as a partner to feel loved. I ha- I am a big um, I'm, I don't like texting that much. I'm a big letter writer and card writer. So I have boxes and boxes and boxes of letters. And before I met my husband, I wrote him a letter uh, about how I felt about him. And then when I, and I, it was on a, a card that I had bought three years back. And I, I wrote, I had wrote, written him five letters before I met him. And it's in my book, Get Real, Get Real, Get Real About Love. So you're going to have to buy that book to, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you got to hear the whole story. It, We're going to continue with amazing story but when when I saw him I said oh my god I wrote you this and it was in an envelope to my future husband and I handed it to him 
And he was just freaked out. But it really was almost like what you were saying. Like, I love it's a technique and it's a technique that works. And and I encourage you to try it. Coming up, I'm going to share some of the comments that you made on Facebook about the question of the week. You know that I'm always putting things out there for you to learn from and for me to learn from. That's why I ask you to keep in touch with me on Facebook, on Instagram, because that's how I help you. And also don't forget. Ask Cheryl questions. Send them to me at my website, CherylBesner.com, and we're going to continue this conversation today about how to keep it real, how to keep it sexy second time around on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos, and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. Are you ready for Clint Whispering Healthy Talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Karetsis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a barometer for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And I want to remind everybody, stick around right to the end of the show because there is a promo, a contest, and you can be part of that contest, so you don't want to miss it. It's being offered by our sponsors and the Sexy Lifestyle Network, so don't forget. We are continuing our conversation about how to keep it sexy and sensual and fun and exciting the second time around, and um, even about blending families. We're talking with Renee Piani, and uh, Renee, so before we get into this, you know, I always put out a question of the week uh, on Facebook and I have people weigh in on the topics. So this week I I did ask people what they thought of and and if they thought love existed second time around and if they thought it was 
sexier uh, because we're wiser. And um, I just wanted to read one of the things that people wrote in. And by the way, remember, Instagram, Facebook, you can always answer these things, even LinkedIn. We're on LinkedIn big time because I'm all about spreading the love and, and news and sharing things. So we're there too, and you can respond to these questions. So Frank wrote, I believe in sexier and wiser the second time as far as love is considered because it's another level of respect, trust, and loyalty. I love I, I love strongly, believe many people don't understand what love is between a man and a woman or your son, or your daughter, or your mother. But there is no right way or wrong way. It's a matter of how you will protect them before you love them. That's love. So when said you're in love so far, it should be exactly what you want. So that's Frank's opinion on that. And I, I think basically what he's saying is that it is between a man and a woman to really understand what each other wants. And, and it's different than you love your children. There's a different type of, of acceptance from our children, let's say, or our parents, than often what we accept from the other person. And he actually signed off by saying, nowadays, if you pick your nose, it's enough to get divorced. <laughs> that was his final line. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, you know, I think that he sounds like he was pretty clear about what he wanted and what he had to offer. Love is about giving. Like if you're giving and you want a giving person, it's all about how much you're giving. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, people always say, well, how did you find the man that you're with? Or how do people find people? I said, they're out giving, they're out being that passion itself, like you said, and they attract. And then you merge lifestyles and you talk about your goals and visions to see if they're aligned with family, with love, with sex, with all of it. Because it is a combo. It's a design. It's like putting together a beautiful room like you're sitting in right now with your pillows. And you say, well, this. Well, this is pillow talk with Cheryl. So I I invite everybody to get comfortable in their pillows and either cuddle up with your pillow. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes we like to cuddle up with a person and sometimes we're just happy to cuddle up with ourselves. And that's where self-love and, you know, loving your life comes from, right? Yeah, that's true. But I say, you know, this was my first and and many people that I've put together, they say, this is so much better that I'm clear. Like, how clear are you of the things you learned from the past, things you don't want to pass on to your kids? You want to let your kids see that love exists just because it didn't work out the first time. You have to guide them to believe that you, you learn from this experience so that they believe in love, too. It's very, very important because you were asking about the younger generation. They're following our lead. So That's right. if, if, if you have love in your life a second time around, then your kids go, wow, love does exist. And they can still have great relationships with both parents. They can, And we can merge. I merged with Joe's first wife and his son. And at first, she was not very happy about it. And I had to have a heart to heart with her. And I said, listen, I wasn't a part of your divorce. I would really like an opportunity to get to know you. This was me speaking my word to her. This is what you would say to your stepchildren. I know you don't know me, but I would like an opportunity to have you see me because I am a part of your father or mother's life. And I really want to support you as you grow up if you're open to it. And it took Mm -hmm. my stepson a while um, before he opened up. And then his mother, it took almost 10 years. <laughs> so we finally had a heart to heart. And I said, you know, I didn't have anything to do with this. And I'm a part of Joey's life. 
And then I think that the pains of divorce, okay, the pains of the past sometimes affect you and your kids. So everything you're speaking as you're going through divorce and reinventing is very important to not influence your children in a negative way and also to speak your reality, your new love design into reality with the things you tell people, the things you say to your family, the things you say to your friends, because if you've been down and out and depressed, they're kind of tired of hearing your story. They want you to be happy, you know. But there's a flip side to that also. There's the flip side to that is also sometimes we talk about the people that are around us to our friends or our family and think about the everything you say in life. That's really what it comes down to. You know, you can't take back the words. So if you have been, let's say, dating somebody and you are ragging about the things that they do or don't do that, that drive you crazy, well, that resonates with the person you're talking to. And then you have to reconvince them when you're reconvincing yourself that it's okay. Because the fact is, you were just in the heat of the moment when you were, you know, throwing that out there. But you can't take back those words. And that's and, and why I you, love. Need, you need guide, guides like us to help you see how you're coming across um, energetically. In the, and the venom that comes out. When people say negative things, usually it's because they're fearful that they're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's very important for you to take a look at the damaged parts and the other parts. And that's what I do in my work is to integrate those parts of you. Because if you keep going like this and keep getting half-assed love... It's you that needs to do the inner work. And that's the kind of work we do. So Valentine's Day is coming up this week. You know, it's in a couple of days. And so I want to wish everybody happy Valentine's Day. But, you know, you said something and and I want to throw it out there for people. When you talked about See Me, I did do one of my meditation and my motivational talks, See Me. So go back to my website, pull it up, because it might really resonate with you. And I'm going to be sharing with you one of my intimate words and, and one of my intimate pillow talks with you in just a couple minutes. But that one might really resonate. And the other part is I I love your story, Renee, and I love how you dealt with really reaching out and, you know, it's it's kind of bipartisan, right? Reaching out to the other side and incorporating everybody into who you are as a person and not just as the future wife of your husband. And I I want to thank you for sharing that very personal part of it because that's really what resonates with us. So, Renee... Thank you so much for joining us. There is so much we could have talked about. We're going to have to have you back on the show for sure. I would love um, that. <laughs> with all, especially when you're launching your other books. Renee is in California. And um, where can people find you? Why don't you give the information on it? Also know that you have a gift that you'd like to offer. I do. I do. I do. Well, first of all, I want everybody to make sure you take care of your own heart this Valentine's Day and take action if you're disappointed. And you should really consider picking up my book, Get Real About Love. It'll be the, one of the best Valentine's gifts you can give to your heart. Um, and I, I just want to encourage anyone that is really in need of getting ready for love. I have co- live online coaching programs uh, where we do groups uh, helping you to prepare for love in, the, in January. Um, and I'm also going to give away a free gift. So when you go to the link here, it'll be an audio recording on about keeping your heart open and some flirting techniques to help you get back out in the game of love again this Valentine's Day. Thank you so much, Thank Renee. You so much it's for been great. Me love having you here, and I look forward to 
hearing more about you and that upcoming book. So thank you very much for joining us today. God bless you. Thank you. And God bless you at home to just take a moment now. And um, I want to kind of give you another little intimate conversation and a little bit of thought process for the upcoming week, as I always do. So remember, you've had your labor of love. Write those love letters this week. And now I want to share with you, as I always do, that little piece of me that might inspire you. So I, as always, I am going to read this to you because the words matter, but you can also pick it up online uh, starting now. As you know, in January, I started on Mondays to put these out where instead of just hearing the words, we take it into a little bit of more of a meditative type feeling. So you can go back, you can listen to it on the show, you can read it or take some time and really reflect over it. So, This is called Choosing Me Before We. I am choosing to be me at all times. I'm choosing to live my life as part of the universe. I am choosing to stand strong in my convictions. I am choosing to appreciate my own attributes. I am choosing to check in with myself for balance. I am choosing to live my purpose. And I'm choosing to live with compassion. I am choosing to always let my creativity flow freely, and I am choosing to stay in touch with my heart. I am choosing to allow myself to be vulnerable, and I am choosing to trust my intuition. I am choosing to be independent, and I am choosing to follow my goals. I am choosing to maintain more of my compass. I am choosing to live fearlessly, and I am choosing to grow daily. I am choosing to unlimited possibilities. I am choosing to the best version of me. I am choosing to love again. I am choosing to share life with you. I am choosing to be a witness to your life, and I am choosing to you be a witness to mine. I am choosing to let you be loved and have you love me. I am choosing for you to be my beloved. I am choosing you because you share the same values, lifestyles, and goals. I am choosing to call upon all my past experiences to make this love affair great. And I am choosing we because I know me and me needs we. So I hope that resonates with you and I'd love you to really Think about those words and see what resonates with you and see if it motivates you to make change or to live up to something. Don't forget, you can always reach me. 844-744-SOLO is my love line and I get back to you within 24 hours and follow me on Facebook, on Instagram and through CherylBesner.com. Don't forget, this week as always, I ask you to keep it simple and stimulating. Because we all know it's all about that kiss. I'm Cheryl Besner, your relationship coach, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Good night, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience 
warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. Oh, 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 oh